Hello, my lovely mamas. I'm going to do a little breakdown <laughs> so that we don't have any more breakdowns about how to manage family relationships once you're a mama. Because, I mean, this is a massive topic. Like, I think I could record a whole course on it, but I kind of know that just this snippet of information of being like, there are other ways to see this. There are other ways to do this. And so I'm going to offer you a different perspective. Uh, and maybe it won't feel great at first. I'm not sure. It's going to be really up to the individual how they perceive this type of information. But I know that it's a cause of contention for so many of us. And there's a small percentage of us who just have this like absolutely blessed relationship with their family as they raise their children. And this might not be the podcast for you, or it could just give you some little tips of wisdom of how to shift things when they feel a little bit sticky. So I hope you love this and let's go for the ride. Hello, mamas. Welcome to the Mama Load. I am Kiki. I am a mama of four and my passion my mission is to like help you see things differently you know when we know that we can choose to see things differently in our motherhood journey it just allows for so much more to come in it allows us to observe it lets us watch what's going on and then just go hmm god give me the chance to see this differently do you know how many times I say that to myself a day probably at least 20 to 30. I'm always asking for a different way to see something because we've just looked at things from the same lens point, the same viewpoint for such a long time. And sometimes it doesn't work very well. So this is a whole podcast on how to see your relationships with your family, your external family. So you're like grandparents, mums, dads, brothers, sisters, how to look at it differently. Like, how can we shapeshift this? So let's go. Give me a chance to see things differently and then I can see new ways. Something I, I ask myself multiple times a day. I'm always searching for another way to see things. Another way to see the relationships and how they're working and if they're working and if they're not working. And, you know, the topic of family is so weighted because when you become pregnant, everyone's like, is your family here? Are they going to support you? Can your mum help you? Can your mother-in-law help you? Can all?" And it's asked all the time. It's asked in the hospitals. It's asked everywhere. And so this creates a weight before you've even given birth from everyone around you. How much does your husband support you? Is he good? Is your husband good? What does that even fucking mean? Like a, a lot of the time we just like started like dating this dude and sleeping with them. And then all of a sudden they're like, is he a good dad? And he hasn't even had a baby. <laughs> what does that even mean? And so it's really interesting because I work with a lot of women in the same demographic uh, of where I probably was at and they're all looking and searching for the same thing and they're all saying the same thing. I've been hearing this same kind of statement for 20 plus years. 
And it's really about like family support and and what that looks like and what it feels like. And there's a lot of negative charge and negative space around that. Now, the reasoning for that negative charge and negative space actually, I think, is to do with our therapeutic society where we've become very obsessed with like psychoanalysis and the link between childhood and now. So that's like the Jung theories and things like that. And Freud, two dudes have basically, you know, I think in some ways fucked up society because those guys are both dead (laughs) and we're still following their principles. And I truthfully do not believe they apply anymore. I like some of their thoughts and their nuances, but I don't think they apply to where our world is currently at. And all it's done is encourage people to look behind them rather than forward. They're like, I feel bad because of this happening yesterday. But you can't feel bad about what's happening tomorrow when you don't even know what's happening tomorrow. Okay. So there's already this weight in your mind that you have created from everyone else's voices and noises and thoughts that you project onto your external family. Take a moment to realize that you have projected your ideas and concepts of what you want them to be or what you want them to be doing onto them. And then they reflect back to you their own. And it's basically like a cake without any fucking proper ingredients. And I have some different theories on especially grandparents, siblings, things like aunties, uncles, all those people. I think they can bring a lot of value, but I do not believe that that value should look like what we have thought that it should be. And if you have grandparents that look after your kids and support you lots, then I th- you know, not your grandparents, but like your kids' grandparents, the words of this might get a little mixy. I want you to like super duper consider if it's working for you, then it's probably not the best topic for you. But if it's not working for you, or even if you've got parents that have passed and you have like siblings that you have to look at for support or or other places, even maybe your husband more if your parents have passed away, whatever that might be. You've created these levels of expectations and those levels probably well supersede what any of those people could actually do for you. Let's be truthful in that. Your expectations of others are higher than what they can give you. This applies to marriage so deeply. (laughs) so deeply, but I'm not unpacking the marriage shit right now. I'm unpacking the external family relationships. So your parents, your in-laws, all those people. And so you have been set up to fail in this space since before you conceived because everyone's things are like grandparents should be helping and they should look after their grandkids and blah, blah, blah. But here's a part of the equation that we're completely unwilling to look at and see. A, most of us are having babies I mean, not from my perspective, but so many people, their parents are so much older than the grandparents that we had and sometimes almost 20 years older. That is 
considerable, okay? So sometimes these people are literally too old to be taking care of children. And then there's the other layer of that they don't really want to. And so, you know, in my case, my parents both work full time still. How on earth could I expect them to support my family? And I have four kids, so it's like not an easy runway, right? When they both work full time. They both work full time. It's not their responsibility, right? And there isn't really a lot of space for it. And that's nothing to do with our relationship, That's nothing to do with who they are. That's nothing to do with them being bad people. It's that the actual timeframes don't even work. But I still had those expectations before and so did my parents. A lot of that was from my own projection. They were like, yeah, we'll help, we'll help, we'll help. But then as time goes on, you realise that that help doesn't actually work in the ways that you need it or that it actually works for you. And I think there's a lot of bitterness and a lot of resentment. I mean, pretty much every client that comes to me is coming to me with a level of resentment to the outside support from her. And what I'm always sort of trying to shift, and I actually think this is this is a bigger, much bigger deal than most people will give light to. The only reason you're looking at those people for support is because you can't financially pay for someone to help you. And so you're expecting those people to financially support you through their time. And so in my case, my parents are both working full time. So that would be a financial hit for them. And is that fair for me to expect that of them? Probably not, because that's saying that I'm not taking financial responsibility for my family. The same would apply to your siblings. For them to help you, it costs them time and money. It might not be direct money. They might have a day off, but that day off might be for their personal recuperation or that day off might be for whatever other reason, depending on if they have kids or not. There is so many layers to this, but the biggest problem is the heavy fucking blanket that you've laid on it, okay? And the heavy blanket of just completely unrealistic expectations. The other thing I know from my perspective is I grew up in a lower middle-class family and my parents both now work full-time and do not have any financial dependence. And so now they want to explore the world together. They want to travel. They want to do their own things, not be tied to my children. How could I have any you know, you know, God grant me the the opportunity to see things differently. Like, how could I not bless them with that opportunity? How could I not bless them with the space to do whatever it is that they desire? Can you see how we need to see this differently? Can you see how we're just like obsessed of what it means to us rather than what it means to them? And I think we must see this differently now. And I I really believe that many of us have trapped ourselves in financial positions that we can't really float. And so we're kind of looking for ways out. And I've done all of this. Like I tried to get my mum to do my day of childcare when I first went back to work. 
and it caused like problems and contentions and issues and it was actually much more freeing when I just paid for a nanny but I had to lose like half of my wage (laughs) but was the issue that I had to lose half of my wage or was the issue that I didn't actually know how to earn more money or that I didn't know how to put the work in to earn more money Is it fair to expect my parents to financially float my childcare, my babysitting or anything like that? Not really. That's a bit of a blow into the microphone, sorry. So when you're having these challenging relationships in your everyday life, I'm just going to bring you back to I'm not going to give you the answers for this shit. I just can't give you the direct answers. I can share with you my stories and my wisdom, but I cannot give you the answers. But what I want you to do is just ask yourself, how can I see this differently? How can I look at it from a different angle? Can I see it from their perspective? Can I see how much maybe they are hurting right now or what they are experiencing that's so stretchy and challenging? You know, it's thought in the financial world that we don't even begin to reach our financial peak until we're 50. And I know from my parents that was actually probably closer to 60. My mum was uneducated probably until she was in her 50s. And so they're really only just starting to reach their peak financial capacity. Why wouldn't I let them go build whatever it is that they want to build and give them the freedom and the blessings to do So I need to build my own shit and I need to find a way to financially float my own childcare, my own resources, my own life. And we're so stuck in this like positioning of I got this career or I got this qualification and I'm doing it. You know, I was in the teaching sector and I was earning like a capped wage. Like it was literally changed by $50 for 10 years or something. It was insane, right? (laughs) There was like a full stop on that. And I just didn't even realize how much I earned was like up to me. That's why we've moved somewhere where it's possibly more affordable to have different resources. And we might not stay here forever. We might be able to afford those resources in a different country in the future. So let's see things differently. Grant me the blessing to see things differently. Love you. Mama, thank you for listening. I hope you made your worth through. I hope you didn't feel too ah, triggered. <laughs> or if you did, you know you've got to do something with that. If you know another mama who's struggling with this part of their life, please share it with them. And I would love for you to share if you've been listening to the podcast, where you listen to it and what you've loved about it. Thank you. Love you.